Looking for your next aquatic challenge? Then why not the 36-mile swim around the beautiful Channel Islands of Jersey? Welcome to the My Swim podcast. My Swim is every person's personal adventure in the water, whether it's learning to swim, wild swimming, channel swimming, winter swimming, another aquatic sport like water polo, synchronised swimming, triathlon or something social with friends, the best kind and everything in between your happy place your aquatic adventure and together we can explore it in this episode we speak to sally minty gravit about why the swim is important to her and the how the when and what it takes to swim round the island of jersey sally is someone who swam the channel over six different decades and has swum around the island multiple times during that period she was awarded the MBE in 2016 and is about to fly out to the International Marathon Swimmers Hall of Fame to receive a special award for her services to open water swimming. Sally somewhere I met back in 2006 before my first channel swim. The information and the support she gave me then and since has been great. We've remained friends and I always follow any of her swims and she's always supportive of any of mine. The information Sally gives within this podcast gives you what you need to know what it takes to undertake this challenge and whether it's something that you might be interested in and the details of how to find out more are in the show notes. I enjoyed talking to Sally and listening to the great advice that she was giving about what it really takes and the detail behind this swim. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and if you do please follow so you don't miss future episodes. As always You can find a unique podcast-themed piece of artwork that accompanies this episode on myswim.uk. Thank you. Welcome, Sally. Welcome to the My Swim podcast. Thank you for taking your time to talk to us about this beautiful swim around Jersey that I know is both. It is one of my favourites. Yeah, I know. It's a home swim for you, but before we get into that, let's talk about um, your journey, if that's possible, um, well, up to I, the swim. And, and yeah, and I mean, I, I came swim. to a, I, I came to the round jersey swim quite late. Um, a lot of people, like my bro- younger brother, um, he was training to do the channel when he was he was trying to do it when he was thirteen in nineteen seventy six, and in preparation for that my dad had said to him you need to do a round jersey swim in preparation for it and um anyway he got an appendicitis and couldn't do it and couldn't do his swim until 1977 when he was 14 and he had befriended before that David Morgan you may have heard of David Morgan from Scarborough who and between them they wanted to be the youngest channel swimmer at 13 14 and um anyway in the run-up to in his training in the run-up to his channel swim in 77 um and i'd done the channel in 75 but i'd never done a round jersey swim and i don't know i still don't know why i never did um but when i look back at the history of denny's lepenic who was our first channel swim in 1966 at 16 she became the youngest Briton. And didn't swim around Jersey and Jersey to France until 1969. So when David was training and my dad was in charge of my brother's training, he said to David, you know, you need to 
do a big swim. And in those days, we did a, it was a 10 hour qualifying swim. Um, I don't remember doing a qualifying swim for my channel swim in 75. I think that was something they introduced later. But my dad, in his infinite wisdom, said to my brother, look, come on, let's do a round jersey swim. So he did it in the August, it was Battle of Flowers Day in 1977, went round in 10 hours, I don't know, just, 10, oh, just over 10 and a half hours, very fast, at the age of 14. And that was like a month before his channel swim. And then I went on his channel swim and watched him swim the channel and he had a very fast channel swim as well. Um, he's a very good swimmer as a young boy. And um, over the years from there, I mean, I travelled and I'd done lots of other things. I represented Britain and the things like that. And then it wasn't until I'd got, I'd done all my travelling and my mum had passed away and I'd come back to Jersey in 86 and then I got married to Charlie. And Charlie had this, passion for boating and swimming and it, it took a few years um he came to jersey with the boat that got wrecked in the 1987 storm um got some money back on the insurance but he then invested in another little boat and he and his mate tom i don't know if you remember tom no. um they decided to go around and play on the boats for a few hours you know in, in the summer when they were both free and he had this wish and passion to reignite the jer the round jersey swims because a lot had been done in like, the, the early 70s and then none for a long long time i think 82 i think was probably the last one before we got married and that was debbie banks and she did it in 82 when she was 14 anyway roll on time a little bit and so we got married in 86 and then in about 88, we decided Charlie wanted to do a, a round jersey relay. So we organised a round jersey, jersey relay race for charity. That was his first footing into planning swims in Jersey. And then we were great mates with Ali Streeter in those days. And, and Ali used to come over for drinking weekends and swimming weekends. And, and she said she'd like to swim around Jersey. And then so we paired her up with a swimmer called Richard Flambard. And we just... We thought, in our infinite wisdom, we could get them to go together with one boat and two kayaks because they, on a short distance, they swam fairly close together. Uh, so as an experiment, we, well, it wasn't an experiment, we we tried in 1989, we set them off together. I've, I, I've only just found all the pictures of them greasing up on the breakwater, actually, and I've put them in a in um, an album and I've sent some to Richard because Richard didn't have the pictures and they're, they're really great pictures. Actually, I have to show you when you come over next time. Yeah. And um, there was me greasing them both up on the, on the breakwater. There was one little Delky Dory boat with Frida and Charlie and me in and Richard had a kayaker and Ali had a kayaker. And so we set off from Elizabeth Castle Breakwater and Big Spring Tide, as you do. And we got all the way round to Greg Delec, which if you know them, if you remember the map of the island's top left-hand corner, as Ali used to always say on the Google chat site. <laughs> and um, the seas were getting really, really big. The boat was taking in water. And um, Richard was lagging behind. He was probably about a mile behind us at that point. Luckily, we had VHF radio and we had to say to Richard, you have to pull into Grove Delet. We can't go around this far apart. It's, it's just too dangerous. So we tr we tried to carry on in this little Delky Dory. If you don't know what a Delky Dory is, it's like a little flat bottom square dinghy. 
it's Frida, there's me, and there's Ali, and uh, th th there's me and Charlie and and Frida, and the <laughs> waves are just getting bigger as we're approaching the the corner. And I said to Charlie, we're not going to get around this. The the boat's taking in water, so we start to bail. We then decide to get Ali out of the water into the boat. And Ali's got this waterproof camera and I'll never forget it to the day I die. And in, she had a flat in Dover and she had these pictures made in a collage on her um, on her wall for many, many years until she sold the flat. I don't know where the pictures are now, but there's a picture of Ali trying to take a picture of Charlie bailing. <laughs> and I'm not going to be rude, but Charlie said, if you'd like a picture taken of your insides, carry on taking trying to take pictures <laughs> otherwise get the bailer and bail because we had to start bailing out and we had to go into grave de leg so the girl they didn't do the swim that day so we learned a lot yeah. and th that might have been 1988 actually and then in 1989 we took them around separately with two boats with a mother boat and we learned our lesson and we did it and it was very good and Ali did a very fast time and Richard did a very fast time and so that was the first time I'd actually been on a round island swim and I learned, we learned a lot from that particular day. And I think as a result of that, Charlie decided to take it further and start doing it for the club. We, we were doing it for pleasure at that time. Nobody was being charged. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so there was Ali Streeter, there was Richard. I don't think we had any other swimmers then for a couple of years. And then in 19... 92 I was training for my France England swim and in preparation for that you had to do a 10-hour qualifying swim and I said to Charlie come on let's see if I can get around the island and I said but don't tell anyone in case I can't do it of course Charlie tells the JEP before <laughs> I go Sally's doing a round jersey swim it was a Saturday um off I went I completed it but what the funniest thing was uh Charlie and his mate Tom were in the boat with beer and Rolling Stones playing on the uh, cassette yeah. player. And um, I said, I'm only doing a 10-hour swim and I don't want anybody to know I'm doing it. So we went out very secretly and we got from St. Helia all the way round to the last point. And I was there in just before 10 hours. And so Charlie said, right, that's 10 hours. You want to get out now? And I said, ha, 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 ha. I didn't say that. But I said, no, I'm going to finish this. So I did it in 10 hours, 47. And I was really pleased with it and and, and became the oldest person at the time. That this, it starts then, really, in 1992, that yeah. I was the oldest person to do it Gosh. and one of the fastest times. So that was my first swim. And I absolutely loved the whole experience. I got very, very badly sunburned on my back. And I had a friend of mine who was a physio who came and uh, massaged me after and put after sun, which I was like bright red. And then I went on and did my France-England swim. And it's um, the same year as Lee Williams. Do you remember Lee Williams? Little mm. Lee, we used to call her. Tiny, tiny girls, not even five foot. She'd already swum the channel once when she was 15. And she also did a France-England in 1992. And she was a great mate of Ali Streeters. And Ali was kind of her mentor and coach, really, she, as she was mine. And then Ali Ali'd already swum around Jersey. And I think that was the foray into starting to do swims for other people and so Charlie did a lot of homework a lot of stuff on maps and charts and you know radios and got a bigger boat we got a bigger you know the boats have got bigger all the time and then in 1994 the streeters and a family called the Williams which is Lee and her family they'd already done a channel relay 
and they called themselves the Willy Eaters, the Williams and the Streeters mixed together. <laughs> and it was a very rude logo. Yeah. I'm not going to go into too much detail. But they were very funny. They were a great bunch of swimmers and really good swimmers, actually. David was the oldest, that was Lee's dad. And um, they wanted to come around um, and swim a relay round Jersey in 1994. And one of the brothers, because Ali had two brothers, and they were both very fast swimmers, but I don't, I think Neil, her younger brother, couldn't come. So they got Cliff involved. I'd met Cliff in Dover in 1992 when he was trying his first channel swim. Mm-hmm. You need to do a podcast with him as well. Yeah, very interesting. Um, and um, he came over and he went in the relay team and they did a great, they had a great day. And it was great fun. I was on the boat and they had a wonderful day. Um, and after that, when he did the channel, he called us and said, right, I'm ready to do round Jersey. So we planned it. We organized it. And uh, he came over and Lee's dad, David, came over with him. And it was me, David and uh, Charlie in the boat. It was a little girl, a little channel girl boat, a little um, open top thing that I loved. But it was really heavy, and but it was a solid boat. It was good. We did a lot of round jersey swims on that boat. It was fantastic. And uh, anyway, we got into the boat. This is the funniest thing. We got into the boat in St. Helier, and David Williams had an umbrella. And I'd never seen Cliff swim before. <laughs> and so we got in, and I said to David, what have you got an umbrella for? It's a beautiful sunny day. He said, you wait. Anyway, Cliff started to swim, and, of course, David put the umbrella up because we all got soaked. <laughs> <laughs> because of Cliff swimming and uh, anyway so we went around we had a big giggle and and Cliff Cliff got around it was our first and he and he, he insisted on paying as our first paying guest so Charlie said oh I'll charge you 100 pounds and he said no I'll give you 200 pounds wow. and that's how it went so that's Cliff was our first paying customer and he loved it so much obviously I don't know if you know but he came back Two years later, and did another one, and then two years later, did another one. And yeah, he, lo- he loves jerseys. He did. He, yeah, it's one yeah. of his favourite swims. Yeah, yeah. And um, he talked to me once. I've been on all his swims as well. So, um, uh, yeah. So that was kind of how Charlie and I got involved in the round jersey swims. I was president of the club already by then, so it was kind of really good for me and for Charlie. And Charlie then took it up very seriously, and then started introducing. Just France swims later, but we can talk about that later. But the the round jersey swim, I think, is one of the most iconic swims in the world because of the scenery. It's a bit like Manhattan. You've done Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. Haven't you? Yeah. And it's the same, you swim at the same speed. You know, you've got lovely uh, milestones to reach and yeah, pass yeah. and see. And if you do your – I mean, I've had Americans come over, my friend Dennis – who loves maps and history and geography and all that stuff. And he'd been waiting for about 10 days before he did his swim because the weather was so bad. And he, by the time he actually got in to do his swim in 1980, no, 2002, I think it was, he tried to channel swim in 2001 and failed. That was his third, third failure or second failure or delayed success. And I, he said, I was in Dover at the time. And I said to him, why don't you come and do a round jersey swim? Because I'll get you around jersey. He said, I'd love to do that. So he came over and we forged, we'd become really good friends. He's coming to New York to see me in two weeks. We've been t- chatting today, actually. And um, 
he went round Jersey and he knew by learning the maps before he went in exactly where he was. And, you know, he said, oh, we're, we're opposite the ice cream place in St. Juan and we knew this and we knew that. And he knew everything on the way round. So if you if you learn where you're going, you can f- follow your progress really, really well. And that's what I like about it. Well, I've got, it's a, map. Not like- I've got, a, I've got a map um, for later on yeah. when we go in, in the talk. So when we go into the detail, because that, that was your ex- that's exactly what I enjoyed about it, because I'd been there holidaying for so yes. many years and been around it, run around it, walked around it, cycled around it, to swim around it. And as you say, to know those, those points were... Uh, yeah, mm. it was very good, very good, a special thing, and uh, yeah, it was amazing. I, I, I can we can have yeah. a talk talk through that map and the the clock face. You're right; it's the clock face that uh, I had in my love, mind. I love that. That was really good. <laughs> yes, I mean he did that in 2002, and then he went back in 2003 and swam the channel in 12 hours and eight minutes. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So. Should we get into a bit about the metrics of the swim and you know get, try and sure. get under the swim of the um, under the skin of the swim? So distance, sure. uh, tidal assisted, anything? Right. So for many many years we've told everybody it's a forty mile swim, mm-hmm. but actually realistically it's about thirty six miles. Right. Okay. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't take it take it away from it at all mm-hmm. or the beauty of it. Um, but we have a new commercial pilot who tells everybody it's 36 miles. So we kind of have to sing from the same hymn sheet, really. Um, it's a tough swim in its own right. Hmm. It's uh, We do it on a spring tide as opposed to a neap tide because we use the advantage of the spring tides to take you round. Like Manhattan, you need the tide to get you round, otherwise you don't get round. And um, you need to be at a certain point at before before or just after high water on the the bottom right-hand corner, because that's when the tide turns. And it turns at certain points at certain times of the tide. And we've learned that. And we now can gauge that if if you've got a faster swimmer, you can start a bit later. If you've got a slower swimmer, you can start a bit earlier. I mean, we know know how to do all that now. But generally speaking, you start about two hours before high water um, to pick up the tide to your best advantage. Okay. What sort of training plan? Getting yourself ready when you get in the training plan. My experience for everyone is the worst thing you can do is overtrain. And I think through the winter, everybody should be doing conditioning, sprinting, getting your aerobic fitness up, making sure you're resting. Technique is key. Um, mm-hmm. You have to get your your technique correct before. I think that a lot of people end up with shoulder injuries because they they do big swims with bad technique yeah and they complete their swims which is memorable but then they end up having shoulder surgery you know a lot of tendonitis because they've overdone it in with a with a, a defective stroke so if you can get the stroke right first and then do your swims and I think that again you know conditioning through the winter and then as of beginning of may start building up your time in the sea you've done all the hard work and then it's just acclimatizing to the temperature and um i also think that uh you need to do build up swims in the process so if you if you've never done you know a big swim 
And the, the the precursor for around Jersey swim is exactly the same as a channel. It's a six hour minimum qualifying swim and under 16 degrees, it's exactly the same as the channel rules now. But it doesn't do anybody any harm to do an eight hour swim. But you need to give yourself a month between that big swim and your swim. So okay, you get to the rest, rest the muscles, really. I know you do a swim camp. I do. Um, so on the circuit and around uh, the swimming world, everyone's... Uh, comes away from there really enthused and positive yeah. around it and uh and I joined. so I, I didn't want us to go through the jersey discussion without exploring that a bit more and understanding sure i started that. it about uh 13 years ago we, I, this will be my 12th this year or 11th i think and i started it with a bit of fun and had nick adams and the Colleen Blair and oh, yeah. uh, a few of the Nick Adams boys over. And we had a, we had the best weather um, and we had a really good fun week. And it's just built up from there. I don't have too many people. One of the best ones I did was when the Army and the Navy and the Air Force came over and brought their own squads over to help train with us. Was that in Rob Healy? Was that Rob Healy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. yeah, yeah. He's coming to mine this year, actually. He's coming oh, back. Is he? Yeah. Yes. He's coming. Anyway. Lovely guy. So, yeah. So um, that was great. We had probably 60 people, but I wasn't in charge of the 60 people. They all looked after their own battalions uh, or their groups, if you like. And they just joined in with what we were doing and looking after their own while we were doing it. So it was brilliant fun. We had the battle back, you know, the injured servicemen. Yeah. It was fantastic. We had a fantastic yeah. week. Great I don't remember exactly what year that was, but um, we um, we've just gone on through. We didn't have one in twenty twenty because of the world, and we didn't have one in twenty twenty one. And then last year, I had the first one for a little while. I only had, I think, eight or nine people. It was lovely. It was mm. really really nice. And the nice thing about it is that we can do everything tailored to the tide and the weather. And I feel that a lot of people feel that the personal touch, we do stroke analysis one-to-ones with everybody like right. the first couple of days. Excellent. I try and get, it's a very sociable week. It's not a hardcore week and I tailor it to the people's needs and mm -hmm. we do what they want. If they're doing a big swim and they want, if they want to do a four hour swim or six hours, we try and get that done. I did my six hour swim last year um, as well as two others. And that was it. And then this year, I think we've got three people wanting to do the six hour swims. A lot of people this year are just coming for three or four days. And then that's fine too. And we try and do a different bay every day in the mornings, which is fun. They give everybody a little bit of a sightseeing tour of the island, showing them the beauty. And then um, in the afternoon, we build up the time in the water. We do some uh, feeding off the kayak or the boat. And we do... Um, if they want to go out on a rib trip, they can do that. It's up to them. Um, they pay a nominal fee for the week or they can pay daily or they can pay half and just do mornings or afternoons or one or the other. Um, it's very flexible. I like to be flexible. They all get a nice goodie bag with a T-shirt and <laughs> pen and a little notepad. And, you know, it's it's fun. And I get a lot of... Um, and they're quite varied. The people, coming, people coming on it, varying um, abilities, as I say. Varied some, abilities. Someone... Some Very come social. Some come yes. for channel or even around Jersey, hopefully. Yes, a lot of them are doing just France round Jersey or channel swim yeah. or channel relays. Oh, um, and some yeah. of them just come just for the crack, really. Yeah. 
Um, and it is. It's a really nice social week. It's a gentle week. We try and eat out with each other as often as people want to. This year, for the first time, I've managed to get two houses. So everybody's got free accommodation where they go and house sit for my friends. And wow. um, so they get free accommodation as well. So it's great. Last year, we introduced the Wim Hof Fundamentals course as well. And uh, we're doing that again this year. That sounds, that sounds really good, Sally. I'm sure uh, people will want to find out a bit more about that. Whereabouts can they find out? I have a, a swim, Sal Swim Camp's Facebook page. Okay. They Sal can contact me direct by email or find me on Facebook or, or just message me by telephone. Okay. Uh, I know that people will be able to find me somehow. I'm kind of quite open on social media. I have no problems with it. Okay, well, I'll put the links um, in the show notes yeah. to this one so people can okay. find out a bit more Great. about that because, uh, yeah, I feel like I've missed out on that one. <laughs> no, well, you can come anytime. Yeah. Some people come just for the just for the sake of doing it, really. Sounds ideal for me. So let's get into the a little bit about that swim then and uh, sort of talk us through the stages of the swim. I'll put out um, a little map. I'll try to get my head around uh, trying to explain. And let me see if I can share that up. For those who see this on uh, YouTube and that, you know, you'll be able to see the, the map. And uh, for those that are listening on podcast, um, we've got the jersey map and then I've got a, a the clock face around the outside so that we can start talking through some of the, the key sure. points and the stages then so start so you that. start in St Helier down in the south so yeah. just above the number yeah. six yeah there's um Elizabeth Castle Breakwater and we start there in general some people have started uh elsewhere now we can start in different places All right. we, have to adjust, we have to adjust the start time accordingly but um ideally it's about two hours before the high water mark, uh-huh. we start at St. Helier, Elizabeth Castle, Breakwater. Yeah. And we swim anti-clockwise around the island. Okay. And um, ideally you need to be bottom right-hand corner where the number four is, which is La Roque, mm-hmm. uh, within two hours. I like Danny. it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm getting technical now. I'm I like that. I can do this before. That's very good. <laughs> And, oh, I'm going to get beyond so myself we, and someone's going to yeah, So we, because the tide's coming in and that's a very, very rocky part of the island on an incoming tide. Yeah. Um, and we obviously don't need a lot of breeze around there because there's a lot of sharp, pointy, hard rocks that uh, can be kissed quite a lot yeah. by the boats. Um, anyway, so we need to try and get there by two hours. Um, and if you're there a little bit after, it doesn't matter, which is why we set off at two hours. Uh, and then from there you head towards Gori, but you start taking a wide berth, right. and you, yeah, wider than that. But anyway, so go up towards the three. <laughs> Gori Castle up there, isn't it? Gori yeah. Castle, yes, yeah, I remember yeah. the points. Yeah, yeah, beautiful money shot there with yeah. your swimmer in there, the front, and then you head north, mm-hmm. and you just follow the coastline in a in a in a, a lovely. The tide just takes you. To be fair. And yeah. you just follow this lovely circle around the top of the north coast. You're quite a long way off. You're about a mile off, at least a mile off the coast. Yeah. And then you follow it all the way around. And you're normally about there where you are right now. Yeah. Usually five to six, between four and six hours, you can be there at any time. Oh, the tide wow. there is racing at six or seven knots. You are racing against the tide. 
Uh, do you know what? I still talk about this bit on the top here. My lads do as well because oh. it gets it gets quite bumpy on the top there as well, doesn't it? Because it of the, because of the you know on the springtime, yeah, and it go, yeah. Well, it, it take, and it takes a little bit of weather. You. Yeah, and 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 it's I, going and, with you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But I remember talking to um, my lads, and we worked out roughly the time it took me to go across that top there. Every hundred meters was uh, faster than Michael Phelps's hundred meter time yeah. in the two thousand and eight yeah. Olympics. It was such yeah. a great feeling. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know we've we've had eight or nine knots. Yeah, up there. Um, if you get the tide right, there's a gully that you follow and then you go there and then where you are now, which is the top left hand corner, is the crucial part because that's where the big swell happens. Yeah. Right. Um, invariably, even when it's a flat day, you can get a big swell out there because that is that the turning point. So we've had swimmers. Do so, so for those this. on um, so those on the podcast, we've just getting between eleven o'clock and ten o'clock now, going round. Yeah, uh, round yeah. by Playmore. Yeah, and it's this is probably, I'm going to say uh, about twenty five miles in at this point, mm-hmm. and you can do that twenty five miles. Some people have done that in five hours. Uh, some people have done it in seven hours and still got around. Yeah. So. There's a great variation uh, because the tide for a long time. The tide is never against you unless you go really, really slowly and can't get to this point. When you get to this point here, which is Plemore, top left-hand corner, mm-hmm. you then, you could see Corbiere, which is the bottom left-hand corner, which yeah. is the most iconic life uh, uh, lighthouse that you've seen at the beginning of Bergerac, you see it every single time. Yeah. And then when you, as soon as you can see that, the tide pulls you right down that West Coast. And that West Coast, is, it feels like it's really boring, but you really go probably yeah. maximum of two hours before you get to Corbiere. It is a two-hour swim down there. Um, and just go straight down. I love this. I yeah. love this. Very, very clever. Then, I just know something's going to go. It's going to be on yeah. while we're on the, while we're on this bit, I remember coming around here, and it as you say, it was quite bumpy, quite fast going through. Yeah. I remember coming down here, and it being as flat as a pancake, almost yeah, you, out of the breeze, almost instantly. It was so strange, so you know, quite yeah. surreal, really beautiful. Yeah, if you if you get the so if you have an easterly wind, that that's the beauty of Jersey. If you have an easterly wind. Mm-hmm. Then on the west coast it's going to be flat. Right. If you have a northerly easterly wind, it's going to be lumpy on the top and flat on the south and the west. Right. So that's the beauty. If we, if on my swim camp we get a strong northeasterly wind, we'll go somewhere else. Yeah. If we get a northwesterly wind, we'll stay east. And that's the beauty of the island, the way I know it, and we know it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always somewhere to swim that's safe and not too rough. Yeah. Anyway, so where you are now, you're at Corbiere, and yeah. you've literally got less than two hours to do for your swim. Yeah. And um, then you just come straight along the south coast, and the tide, you come quite close now, and the tide is really picking up. And where you are now, which is the last point at Noirmore, at mm-hmm. just above numbers between six and seven mm-hmm. o'clock, then that is when the tide is pumping you, probably 10 knots, and you can just float to the breakwater as long as you get it right so we you know it's fantastic and that's like 40 minutes to the finish there so yeah yeah. 
That's beautiful. Look, yeah, you've just swum around the island, Nicky. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, my, my I track, like that. My, tra- my tracker must have looked like that as well. Then. For me, the Corbiere, um, as you say, the lighthouse, that's like the, the signature shot for me. I was saying, yes. you, know, you, you get your certain yes. pictures of certain swims yes. that money shot. stick in your mind. It is. It's such a such a beautiful, uh, yeah, yeah, rugged skyline. Oh, Corey Castle, Corbiere Lighthouse, definitely yeah, the money yeah. shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. lovely. So, um, crews and feeding plans. So we've just let's just say we've done a I don't know. Let's go ten ten and a half hour swim, something like that, around there. What sort of feeding yep. plans have you so seen, or, or, or we, do you do yourself? Okay, so, yourself? so we try. So we try and recommend that people don't have a feed between the start and the bottom right hand corner because it's mm-hmm. so rocky. We yep. need to get you past there before we stop the boat because it's quite dodgy. And sometimes it's in the dark and you can't see the rocks. So we try and get people to swim for at least two hours before yep. they have their first feed. That's a thing you need to all be prepared for if you're going to do this swim. Um, mm-hmm. And then after that, then you can you can feed how often you wish. But I would recommend hourly feeds. I think it's, it's a maximum of 11-hour swim, really. If you look mm-hmm. at all our records... The average time is between 10 and a half and 11 and a half hours. It's not like a channel swim where it can vary between seven hours and 28 hours. It's tidily organized, really. As far as feeding is concerned, I'm not going to say what's right and what's wrong. People have to learn how to feed. Over the years, I have learned lots of different things. When I did my first channel swim in 1975, um, I had semolina, I had uh, peaches, chocolate, and hot chocolate, Gosh. and I think squash. And I and my my coach at the time said to me, "Let me know when you're hungry, and I'll feed you." <laughs> right, there wasn't okay. a set, there wasn't a set uh, thing like you do now, where you go right. I'm going to swim for two hours, and I'm going to feed hourly keep my energy levels right this the science wasn't there in 75 like we know now mm-hmm. and that changed over my all my swims that I've done it's changed every single time and now I try and recommend people practice with a carbohydrate drink of their choice mm-hmm. and there's a lot out there um, there are some, a lot more now aren't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah some people won't agree with uh maxi or whatever it is now carbo pro which is the american version of maxim um but there's a lot of options out there i used tailwind on my channel swim last year and it worked really well but i always have it very weak as well Mm -hmm. and i think my go-to drink is mint tea with warm mint tea with some honey in it and you can put a bit of fruit sugar there if you like I much prefer that than a carbohydrate feed. I think on my channel swim last year, I may have had four carbohydrate feeds in the whole day. I had bananas. I had the little marshmallow, you know, the marshmallow squares. Yeah, yeah. yeah with rice yeah, 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 they're yeah. lovely when you yeah. swim. Uh, little Battenberg cakes are great. Um, yeah, but everybody has to find what yeah. works for them. Find it and it's the not the same for you. And Yeah, exactly. And you have to practice on that. And sometimes in your practice swims, it'll work. And on your big swim, it won't. Mm-hmm. And you have to be prepared for every eventuality. I've been so sick on channel swims, but fine in training swims. Uh, if people want advice on feeding, I can give them lots of ideas to try. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but everybody is different no, and no. everybody has to practice. Have you had any strange ones on the on your <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Alice Street used to have she went through all sorts of things. I've seen her eat tuna sandwiches, I've seen her eat sausages. Kevin Murphy used to have sausages, uh Bovril, um Charlie used to eat sausages on his swims. My strangest um one that just needed the calories. It was on uh, when I did the Champion Champions. And in between the races I had um pork pie and stilton. I know, Ooh, I, I, know, I, know I know. It was just take the calories in and, and do it pork pie and so I can't even remember. I think I might even know coffee or hot chocolate with it as well. But uh well, I think just yeah. the thought, the thought, so have the a, thought of it now. I think, crikey, you know, I yeah. Get well, away I, with it, I, have a, do. I have a swimmer <laughs> called Eric Blakely, who's a mountaineer, and he tried the channel in two thousand and one and didn't make it. Got sixteen hours, and then when he finally did it in two thousand and three, it was a twenty and a half hour swim. And we got to about 16 hours and I said to him, Eric, look, we're in new territory now. You've never been here before. Tell me what you'd like to eat. He said, I'd really like a chicken and bacon and mayo sandwich. And I went, well, I'm really sorry, but I don't have one. He said, there's one in my bag. So I opened his bag and there was a half eaten sandwich and I gave him a bit. And he went, oh, that tastes so good. At the end of the day, when you've been swimming for that length of time, your tummy's going to be empty. Yeah. And I think if you fancy something like that, why not? Anyone else trying it, even on a different swim, same person, different swim, just won't yeah. agree with them because exactly. you know, we change. Exactly. We change. You know, so other people yeah. will be different. So no, that's good. That's good. Crew, got any recommendations for or, or yeah. on the swim um, side of the crew and side yeah. of the crew? So on your crew, you need people who know you. Mm -hmm. and how far you can be pushed because there are going to be difficult times on your swim and you don't need a lot of people you need one person who's in charge of feeding and another person to look after you and you could switch so i would say two people is enough and depends on the size of the boat as well but two maximum of three and you don't want anybody that's too emotionally close to you yeah. uh, because if you're having a hard time it's hard for them to watch that. You need people who are going to be tough, tough love, really. Yeah. When 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 the going gets tough, also need people that aren't going to get seasick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's no. That's probably the most important. I would say. Yes, that can crucify a swim. <laughs> it can. It can. And you're always worrying about them as well, isn't it? unless uh, really focused on the swim. So sea life is one thing we haven't talked about. I know that you've had some nice ventures around this one with your. Some nice in Jersey. Life. In Jersey, yeah. there's a few, few barrel jellyfish, couple of compass jellyfish. Uh, I think I've only ever been stung in Jersey two or three times in the whole of my swimming career. Yeah, so it's yeah. really not that bad. Uh, lots of dolphins. We yeah. do get dolphins that come and see you, um, especially on the Jersey to France swim as well. We get them on the northeast coast, and then we'll get them on the south coast. In fact, on my second and third round Jersey swims, in preparation for my two way channel. I did them two days apart, mm -hmm. and each time in St. Oban's Bay at the last bit, there was dolphins playing around, so it was lovely um, just seeing me in, really. It was nice. There's nothing else to worry about, really. I didn't think you would change about this swim. No. no. I think it's a perfect swim, and I think it's a really good pre-channel swim or mm -hmm. any big swim you're going to do. I think it's a great confidence builder, because you swim a long distance in a short time relatively to a channel swim. Everybody I know that's done it has really, really loved it and enjoyed it. I just want to rack my brains on, um, you know, what else you would change for the swim. Nice, 
I think the only one I would would be to get the weather so that you could say what day the swim was going to go on, like you do with some others. That's the only (laughs) bit because it's like the channel. It's like so many other, you know, lovely swims you've got to take that part that goes with it that roller coaster of emotions isn't it? that's Apart the sport that. that we are in yeah yeah so on jersey then on the jersey around jersey one of the things is the when now then so when does it take place what time of the year so it's, sort of the rain? it's like the channel channel swim season so mm-hmm. um we've had swims happen in may cold it's yeah. not nice uh, so June onwards, really, middle of June, I would say. Wind is a big problem in Jersey, uh, the wind speed and direction. Mm-hmm. The club, there's three three ways of doing the swim. You can book through the Jersey Long Distance Swimming Club, actually, the registered charity now. And they do it with all our volunteers and they will provide you with your observer. And you book through the club and they will provide your observer and if you want to bring crew then that's fine they've got a lovely new club boat this year got a toilet um the price has remained at 800 pounds for that swim with the club for the last Mm -hmm. i think probably four or five years i don't think they've had to put it up so that's one option Mm -hmm. the other options are matt clark with lionheart been going about seven or eight years he's got a big boat and again it's all down to the wind and weather um, so he can go out in rougher conditions. Now, because he's got a bigger boat, he has to have a small boat with a pilot to take you for, through the first two hours. So Matt goes wide and the, the little boat takes you inshore like the club boat does. And once you get into Grooville Bay past La Roque, then Matt comes and takes over and the little boat goes back to St. Helier. Right. And then he stays with you for the rest of the swim. So that's how he operates. So they piggyback each other. To the to the finish uh, anyway so that's the second option and the third option is if you know anybody that is willing to pilot you um and take you around in their own boat you can have the swim ratified if you do, if you want to or you don't have to i'm taking a couple of swimmers this year on a, a friend's boat um because they've been asking me to do it for a long time finally i'm getting around to doing that this year which i'm really excited about yeah. just two friends so there are options to do it and um you just have to find a tide and hope for the weather you're always busy sally Always, always busy. You're you're about to go off to America, aren't you? I'm about um, to go off and have a little bit of sunshine and a holiday to get my suntan. <laughs> and I'm off to New York, get an award from the International Marathon Swimming Hall of Fame, which is going to be a great weekend. Yeah. We'll yeah. say hello to Ned and the, and the crew when you see them all day. I will. I've got one more question. We have a, a section on the listener's fictitious swim-off. Okay. Okay, then. So... And it's from a listener, um, Alex Brown from Surrey. Right. And he's got here, he said, in a swim-off, who would win in a race between Tony the Tiger and Balu Bear? Do you know Tony the Tiger from Kellogg's fame? From Kellogg's, yeah. And uh, Balu Bear from Jungle Book. I don't think there's a right answer here, so I think... Balu the Bear. Who would win? I'd say Balu the Bear. Yeah. A tiger don't like water. Yeah, and also, would it be over certain distances? Would one have the edge over the other one? And would it be wetsuits or fur? <laughs> I would say fur, yeah. and I would say you need to you need to pick a short distance for those two. I think you would. Bear would be very heavy. So I'm going to give him the answer that it was it's Balu Bear over let's say a fifth, less than fifty meter, twenty five meter yes. swim. I'd say, yes. and it's skins. Okay, he yeah. says here the details important, so I think we'll make that a regular feature. That's quite a funny, yeah. <laughs> All right then. Oh look, 
So I've really enjoyed it, and I hope you have too. It's been oh, um, I have. People are going to take so much information from this, and I, I just think uh, you're going to get a load of uh, more people wanting to book up. Brilliant. Okay, then. Well, look, I really hope you've you've enjoyed this enough to want to come back and do talk about one of your other many, 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 many challenges that you've uh, taken on. Which one? Um, yeah. Yeah. Particularly, I'd like to do the six decades swim if we get a chance yeah, to I'd come love, back after you. Yeah, I'd love to talk about that. Because um, I know, obviously, that the the sixth one, particularly uh, the connection yeah. with Charlie, would be lovely to yes, explore that, a, that a bit more. A very special swim. Yeah, so we'll talk about that one. But um, for now, look, thank you, Sally. Thank you for your time. Thanks, and, Mickey. Um, really good and, to talk to you. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, well, look, have a lot of fun. I know you. Thanks. Will. Cheers, Mickey. I'll see you again. Thanks. See you then. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye bye. To capture the joy of each individual My Swim, we have an exclusive bright, fun My Swim podcast themed artwork design. If you enjoy the podcast and the guests, we'd appreciate your support to keep these podcasts going to help spread the knowledge to a wider community. And please check out the designs on www.myswim.uk. Let us know what you want to hear about and together let's build the community. We really want to positively celebrate and promote all aspects of aquatics and particularly the mental health benefits that swimming can bring and we'd love you to be a part of it. Join the community, give us your feedback, follow and tell us all about your individual My Swim.